Hello everyone, I'm Megan Sullivan and welcome to my latest video on the hidden history of Fire Emblem Three Houses, or in this case, Fire Emblem Warriors Three Hopes. Recently, a new trailer dropped for this Fire Emblem Dynasty Warriors crossover, and we were able to learn some more about the story and characters ahead of the game's June release. Two of the biggest reveals are that the main protagonist is a mercenary named Shez or Shay, and that a being named Arvel or Larva lives in their head. The trailer strongly hints that Shez shouldn't even exist, and that their presence is messing up the timeline we're all familiar with from Fire Emblem Three Houses. Could it be because of Arvel's sudden and mysterious appearance? We won't know for sure until the game's release, but by taking a closer look at this mysterious new character, we might be able to puzzle it out right now and learn some history along the way. Now, the first thing you might have noticed about this character is that she has two names. Larva in Japanese and Arvel in English. What's going on here? I mean, you can kind of understand the name Larva since her outfit and pale skin make her look like the icky white grub that morphs into an adult insect. But then why is her English name Arvel, which if you look up online, is associated with an old Viking word for a funeral feast? What do a baby insect and a funeral feast have to do with each other? Well, nothing, as it turns out. But if we look at two alternative definitions for these names, then suddenly both Arvel and Larva make sense. You see, both of these words come from ancient Latin and are tied to ancient Roman religion, which fits the naming convention in Fire Emblem Three Houses perfectly. How? Well, if you're familiar with my series on the hidden history of Fire Emblem Three Houses, you know that a lot of the characters are named after various Celtic, Egyptian, or Greco-Roman deities and or legendary figures. Sothis, for example, is an alternative Greek name for the ancient Egyptian star goddess Sobdet. Rhea's name is connected to a powerful earth goddess who may predate the Olympians of ancient Greece, and many of those that slither in the dark are named after ancient Greek philosophers. And as I explained in my series, these names aren't just chosen at random. They sometimes hint at the powers and personality of a character or who they're aligned with. And now we have another possible connection to ancient history in the form of Arvel, aka Larva. And I think, and this is just a theory, we can use this ancient connection to puzzle out whether or not Arvel is a being we should trust. And I'll be honest, currently all signs point to no. I think Arvel, aka Larva, is aligned with, or possibly sympathetic to, the Agarthans, and could be extremely dangerous. Dun dun dun! Now some people might be like, well yeah, I mean, she looks kind of evil. Her eyes are red, she's pale like an Agarthan, and the symbol on her clothes matches the symbol you see on Kronia's outfit, who as we all know is one of the members of those that slither in the dark. Oh, and you can see in the box art, she's glaring at Sothis. So the visuals alone are kind of a clue. But here's the thing, the name Larva is also a huge red flag. You see, the ancient Romans believed that larvae, which comes from the Latin word for mask or possibly ghost, were restless and dangerous spirits of the underworld. The third century philosopher Plotinos claims that they were people who had led wicked lives and became demonic spirits upon their death. While Pliny calls them, quote, the tormentors of the dead, one of their more terrifying tricks was to possess the minds of weak men. These spirits were so feared that in order to appease them, they, along with their close cousin, the Lemures, were honored during a three-day festival of the dead known as either the Lemuria or the Lumuralia. 
And if this is what Larva is named for, it bodes ill for our new purple-haired protagonist in Three Hopes. After all, Larva suddenly just appears in their head and grants them supernatural powers, which is eerily similar to what a Roman larva can do to a living being. And then there's the name Arval. This word stems from the Latin arvum, or field, and is most likely taken from the Arval Brethren, a college of priests in ancient Rome who worshipped an old fertility goddess and were traditionally numbered at 12. Since Shez is Arval's chosen champion, and the Agarthans were once represented by Nemesis and 10 of his men, it's possible that we have a brotherhood of 12 mortals who over different centuries have been manipulated by those that slither in the dark, perhaps at the behest of Arval herself. But that last part is a pretty big stretch, and we don't actually know that Larva slash Arval is evil. Maybe she has nothing to do with the Agarthans and is actually a force for good that's just misunderstood. But how can we prove that Arval is, or at least was, a benevolent deity? Let's go back and take another look at the name Arval. As I mentioned earlier, the word Arval is most famously connected to the Arval Brethren, a college of priests in ancient Rome who presided over a yearly spring festival called the Ambervalia, held in honor of the goddess Deidea and involving multiple animal sacrifices, offerings of incense and wine, a series of races, dancing and singing, rolling jars down hills, and other various rituals. This annual festival to Deidea was hugely important and lasted for nearly four centuries until the Christian emperor Theodosius prohibited the worship of pagan gods around 391 AD. Okay, but who is Deidea and how does she tie into the character of Arval? Well, the truth is we don't know very much about Deidea, whose name simply means celestial goddess or daylight goddess. But there's evidence to support that she was worshipped at least as early as the 3rd century BCE at a sacred grove known as the Lucas Dea Dea, about 5 miles outside of Rome in what is now the modern district of La Magliana. Considering that it was forbidden to use iron in her sacred grove, and at least some of her rituals were very ancient, it's possible Dea Dea was originally a Bronze Age goddess, whose light was beneficial to crops. But over time, her cult waned. That is, until it was suddenly revitalized by none other than Rome's first emperor, Caesar Augustus, who appropriated the ancient cult in order to promote his own dynasty. He thus appointed his favorite senators to be lifetime members of the ancient college of priests who served Deidea, and asked them to make sacrifices and offer up prayers for the safety and well-being of himself and his family, which of course they did. But they also continued their core function as worshippers of Deidea. Now, although Dea Dea was a celestial goddess, she was very strongly tied to agriculture, as is attested by the Acta Arvalia, a series of meticulous records kept by her priests. Over time, she was associated with various chthonic, that is to say, earthly, deities like Ceres, Force Fortuna, Ops, the Semenes, the Lares, and Acca Laurentia, the foster mother of Romulus and Remus, in whose honor the Arval Brethren were supposedly founded. And this is where things get interesting, because the Lares I just mentioned are the opposite of the terrifying larvae. Lares were essentially the benevolent spirits of people's ancestors who guarded the family home. During the Ambervalia, the Lares were actually invoked in a hymn, along with other deities, to protect the community from evil, while their mother, Matri Larum, 
was honored with an ancient ritual in which the Arvel priest rolled jars down a hill in order to, quote, provide a meal for the mother of the Lares. In other words, the Lares, their mother, and the goddess they're connected to, Dea Dea, were all considered benevolent deities that protect the harvest as well as the local populace from harm. Could it be then that Arvel in Three Hopes is benevolent like Dea Dea and the Lares? Is she in fact a protector of a fifth house in Fire Emblem, the Ashen Wolves being the fourth? It's possible. After all, the name of her champion Chez could be an alternative name for the French word Chez, meaning house or dwelling. But then why is she glaring at Sothis on the box art? And why is her name Larva and not, say, Lar, the singular form of Lares? Well, maybe she was once a benevolent deity like Sothis, but like Rhea, is consumed by vengeance, which is possible since Sothis does talk to someone in the reveal trailer about wanting revenge to, quote, slake their rage and heal their wounded heart. And since Sothis only talks to Byleth and we're not playing as Byleth, and she can't be talking to Shez because Sothis only talks to Byleth, that just leaves Arvel who, if she's associated with the Agarthans, may be out to avenge her people after they lost a war to the Nabataeans and suffered from a catastrophic flood known as the Despair. It's also possible that since Sothis is referred to as a quote-unquote false god in old records found in the Abyss, Arvel wants to re-establish her cult after the Church of Seros erased it and every other native religion from the history of Fodlin. But no matter what her intention is, it's clear that Shez, or Shay, is a vehicle she's using to carry out her plan. By the way, could Shez, or Shay, be related to Arvel the way that Byleth is related to both Rhea and Sothis? Maybe. They're pale and have red eyes like Arvel, and Shez has a job class called Flugel, which means wing or wings in German, which could simply be a reference to the fact Shez can wield two wing-like swords, but could also represent the celestial nature of the deity who's lending the protagonist their power. But whether our new hero is related to Arvel or not, it's likely they're in way over their head. There's just something not adding up about their existence, and I think Arvel has something to do with it. I guess we'll find out soon enough. But that's enough speculation from me. What do you think? Is Arvel good? Is Arvel bad? Are you excited for Fire Emblem Warriors 3 Hopes? Let me know in the comments below. Thanks so much for supporting History and Games, everyone. See you later.